The following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. All righty, everybody. Dave Canyon here. I'm in the car. It's a dumb cast. It's dumb cast time. Ready to dumb it down? All right, let's dumb it down. Once again, it's a dumb cast. In a car cast, in a podcast. Three shows in one. My name is Dave Canyon. I am your one and only solo podcast host. I am your pragmatic podcaster. And uh, the subtitle to the show is Pragmatism, Truth, Happiness, and the Search for It All. The fastest podcast on earth. Many subtitles, many other different facets to the show. I have a hard time just nailing it down to one thing. It isn't just one thing. Every week it's another thing. So, you know, last week was NASA. You know, we talked about NASA. I talked about my road trip to podcast movement recently. I've talked about, um, you know, my, I did a show, a couple shows with my roommate, Jason Juliet from the Jason Juliet podcast. Um, I have now uh, met more people in my network of uh, podcasters that I know. Uh, it was a great PM podcast movement in Orlando, Florida. Maybe I'll talk about that in the next 20 some odd minutes. Uh, I am in the Kia Rio. That was Alex Exum at the top of the show introducing me with the same intro we've had for a long time, except for when we weren't. No, no. I think, did I keep the, I think I kept it even when I was in the fit. And I would always tell you that I wasn't in the Kia Rio. But I'm back in the Kia Rio for now. Uh, I think starting next week, I will be in my new uh, Fitmobile, which will be the Dodge Caravan. I think it's a 2011 Dodge Caravan. I just drove it 24, I would say probably 24 to 2,500 miles from New York to Orlando via Philly. And uh, it was a great trip. It was a really fantastic, uh, smooth ride, uh, fuel efficient enough. It was comfortable. Um, I had a co-pilot. He drove some of the way down. I drove the entire way back. And um, it was all good. Uh, I once again found a way to get lost. Not, yeah, maybe a little physically lost, but mentally somewhere between Philadelphia and Virginia, like, you know, through the whole Baltimore, the Philadelphia, Baltimore, D.C., Virginia, that whole I-95 corridor. I can't explain it to you. It is my last, uh, not bashing, it's my last thing in my life. Probably not. Let's, let's, okay, let's back up. Let's make believe I know how to edit. Rewind. Let's do it again. That corridor, even though it's I-95, I can't explain it to you, but for some reason, I enter the dumb zone, right? The dumb, dumb zone. I mean, really dumb, dumb zone. Capital D, capital D, maybe. I don't know. How do I emphasize really dumb? Somewhere between Philadelphia and Virginia, you know, like going through Baltimore, maybe Maryland. I don't even know. Yeah, Baltimore, Maryland, right. Delaware, I think I hit a little bit. There's just something about that corridor that confuses me on the way down and on the way back. I have gotten lost there several times. I take a wrong road. I don't know what it is. I mean, obviously, it's unfamiliarity. It's unfamiliarity, obviously. That's one thing. Um, I've looked at it on the map, but for some reason, I have an issue 
with that corridor, that I-95 corridor between Philadelphia and Virginia. I end up in Virginia all the time. I start off in Philly all the time. But somehow the process in between, which you know could be uh, Delaware, could be uh, Maryland, could be D.C., there's just something about that whole corridor. There's a tunnel. I think it's Fort McHenry Tunnel. There's all these things going on. I, I'm sure it's nothing. I'm just a big dope. But I'm glad, uh, I'm, you know, I'm not going to like, I'm going to Uber through there. Or, you know, like, I'm glad that somebody isn't really relying on me to get him somewhere in between that area. Anyway, enough of that. But I did get, uh, I was definitely mentally lost and we ended up physically on the streets of Baltimore. This is the second time this has happened to me where I just end up on the streets of Baltimore. I'm like, what am I doing here? How did I get on the streets of Baltimore? I was just on I-95. I know this year, uh, I just remembered something. Part of the problem was that I, I, this is something I hoped I would never, it would never come to in my life, but I really was dependent on the, um, on the Google Maps. I was following Google Maps and they make these suggestions based on what they know. Oh yeah, listen, we're going to take you off for 95. We're going to put you on 295 or 495 or just a different 95. I'm like, wait a minute. What? I wasn't ready for that. Oh yeah, there's a, then Google said, oh yeah, there's an accident. And this is how they talk to you. Oh yeah, there's an accident on this road. You don't want to go on that road. I'm like, oh well, yeah, um, okay. I trust you. I wasn't prepared for that. I guess I should have been prepared. So it's unfamiliarity and it's not being prepared. And uh, there was a couple of times on the way down. Uh, no, one, uh, twice on the way down, Google Maps said, well, Dave, I know that you were set on this road, but we're going to send you on this road because there's an accident and the other road is eight minutes longer. And I think and the, on the way back, it wasn't because of an accident. I think the, they just wanted me to, uh, they, they felt due to their perceptions, their algorithms, that the one road was shorter than the other road. You know, so I, I'm learning how to trust and then not trust, you know, at the right time and all that. So anyway, whatever, I'm back. It was a pleasant trip. I love the caravan. I like the caravan a lot. Um, it was comfortable, air conditioning, all that stuff. I think I made a nice purchase, and uh, I had a couple of issues with it when I got back. Brought it to the guy that I bought it from, Stage One Auto in Kingston, New York. And, man, they, they, they changed the calipers and the brakes. They did a whole bunch of stuff. Stuff that uh, I could have seen them contesting. Say, listen, man, truth be told, you know, you bought the van. This is the way it is. And But they were like, no, no problem. Bring it in. I, I guess I'm on that 30-day thing. I don't know. Anyway, they put a lot of money into the car uh, above and beyond what, you know, what I thought they would. So it's all good. I got a great a great caravan, and that will be the new Fitmobile. All right, enough of that. Wow, six minutes of that. So, um, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to more road trips. So I went to Podcast Movement. By the way, did I tell you it's August 25th? August 25th, it's 8.41 in the morning. I'm on the New York State Thruway. I'm headed southbound. That's why it's the fastest podcast on earth. I do two two shows a week. I basically do, do two half-hour Dumbing It Down with Dave's, two DIDWDs. Um, you know, a, a, a dumb cast and a car cast and a podcast. I do two, one on the way in, my first day of work, and one on my way back. And usually the one on the way back, I'm a lot more tired, a lot more despondent, uh, you know, depressed and angry and all that. But um, so far, this week was a decent week. I had a couple of issues at work. You know, I had a, I had a fuel hose blow up on me. Never have, never had that happen before. I was fueling yesterday morning. Yesterday morning, my third out of fourth days, I was a little tired. It was a long day. And then I was fueling, and all of a sudden, I, I, I was done. The fuel tank was filled up, and the button, you know, the trigger, re- you know, uh, whatever, released. In other words, no more fuel. And then all of a sudden, the, I guess the back pressure, whatever it was, 
um, a hole uh, was in the in the in the hose, and then it started to spray fuel, diesel fuel, like uh, like when you put a, a water hose out in your yard and you poke a, like twenty holes in it, you know, to use it as a sprinkler. Yeah, there you go. It was like a sprinkler, and all of a sudden fuel was coming out. Uh, I don't know if I got hit by any of it in my back and my back of my legs, but um, it did spray. I looked, I turned around, I go, oh, what's that sound? Oh, there it is. It's uh, the hose blew. So okay, let's be calm. Don't panic. What do I do? And I shut off the uh, gas boy, whatever you call it. I call it a gas boy. And then I walked around the truck and I shut off the main gas boy. And uh, then I called my boss and came out and uh, we cleaned it up. There's only like maybe, a, you know, a, a gallon, half a gallon. Not that much spilled, you know, because I got to it really quickly. But that was really uh, something that uh, I never experienced before was a fuel spill. You know, a fuel a fuel hose blowing up on me. That was, you know, I've been shocked in that fuel island years ago. I don't know if you remember, I did a show called I Was Shocked. I don't know what number it was, but I actually got shocked the first time in my career. I actually touched something and I got shocked and I really was really upset by that because I'm a firm believer that uh, Americans or people in general, but definitely in the United States of America, American workers should go to work expecting not to get shocked. That's not something that should happen ever. It should never happen. Everything should work. Everything should be properly done. Uh, you should not be shocked. And I got shocked at the fuel island. And uh, also, by the way, so that's diesel fuel. But you know, if it wasn't a diesel fuel uh, area, uh, I think that would be even more dangerous. That I got shocked. Anyway, they, they took care of it right away because I complained about it. I always seem to complain about certain things, and certain things get. Uh, yeah, I'm always like the first person that says something. Anyway, and uh, what else ha- uh, happened? Oh yeah, you know, some uh, some part fell off uh, in the back. There's a valve. They call it the Sloan valve. I might post pictures of it because you don't know what company I work for. I haven't mentioned it. Only some of you know because some of you work with me. But uh, I might post pictures of the valve. that just came off. There was an air leak. I walked to the back of the trailer. I went to turn a valve, and then the whole valve just fell off the back, the back of the trailer. And if it wasn't attached to the airline, it would have been on the floor. And I'm like, wow, that's that's different. That's that's some cr- crazy corrosion right there probably from not cleaning the back of the uh, trailers. That's why a lot of our trailers have flies hanging around because of the, the bad milk and some of them smell bad. And then uh, the mechanic came out to take a look at it and he took a walk around the trailer and he noticed other things were hanging, which is, you know, I definitely had like the oldest trailer in the fleet. And then it made me think like, all right, like when I go down the road, what else is going to fall off? That's not a feeling a truck driver should have. It's not a thought that should be in my head. All right, I'm going down the road at 65 miles an hour. I got 80,000 pounds you know, I got a combination of 160,000 or 170,000, whatever it is, for all my, you know, for the whole set. I shouldn't be thinking about, wow, I wonder what's going to fall off now. I wonder while I'm going down the road, if I, am I going to hit a bump or are things just going to slowly, like, you know, fall apart? Not a good feeling. But anyway, that was yesterday. But I had a good week and I'm, uh, I'm good for energy today. I had a nice, I had a short night last night. So everything's good. Life is good right now. I mean, life is always good, but life is good. I feel like I'm making progress. I have a plan. Things are coming into into play. You know, podcast movement. Uh, 2019 is over. I had a good one. I like to talk about it more. If I can remember anything, I'll tell you. I met some nice people. Let me tell you who I met real quickly. I want to introduce to you uh, a new friend of mine, and uh, she also has a podcast. Yeah, I said she. Uh, I didn't meet her directly. Uh, my uh, webmaster, PodPub. Andy Wilkerson, Pod Pub, P O D P U B. If you have a podcast and you want a website, speak to Pod Pub, Pod Pub. Tell Andy Dave sent you from Dumbing It Down with Dave. He'll know. And uh, so there was a booth there called Puppies and Beer. 
It wasn't called Puppies and Beer. They had puppies that were for sale, and they were giving away free beer. Go figure. Podcast convention. Anyway, it was for some, you know what? It was for some sort of podcasting platform, I guess. I don't even remember. Who was paying attention to that? It was all about the puppies and the beer. I didn't touch one puppy. I don't need puppy love right now in my life. I'm, I'm puppy free. I'm cat free. I'll tell you maybe a cat story by the end of the podcast if I remember it. There is a cat story that happened to me this week. But anyway, uh, we met this woman named Sam Lane, Samantha Lane Perfas, P-E-R-F-A-S. Samantha Lane Perfas, 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 uh, you know, every time I listen to her say it, I say, I got to memorize how she says it, Perfas, Perfas, it's not Perfas, maybe it is Perfas, but anyway, you'll listen to it, you'll tell me, you can't write it in the show notes, because, you know, it's just going to spell out P-E-R-F-A-S, but she does this great podcast uh, for the Christian Science Monitor, that's who, uh, you know, she works for, the Christian Science Monitor, which I'm learning about little by little, I never knew anything about it. Um, I've heard the name, but I never knew. What is that? You know, it's just another thing in my life I heard, but I didn't take any steps to investigate it. And um, she does a great, 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 great podcast called Perception Gap. Is it Perception Gaps? No, I think it's just Perception Gap. And it's all about 10 episodes, one season so far, about all the things that we think are true, but our, you know, they, that's our perception. These are our perceptions, but the truth is something else. And she has 10 shows, crime, poverty, and uh, government, and all these different security, war. I don't know. She had like 10 different episodes. They were all very good. She nails it every time. Uh, And basically, I'll give you a a good description of the show. And maybe it's not a good description. But I'll give you a description of the show. Perception gap is what dumbing it down with Dave would be if it had any brains. And maybe that's an insult to her. Maybe that's an insult to the show. But it's not. It's a compliment. It's an insult to me because I know my limitations. And that show takes work. That show takes a journalist. That show takes an engineer, you know, a director and all that. So that show needs a sponsor like the Christian Science Monitor so she can do that, you know, 24-7. I don't have that time. Uh, And even if I had that time, I don't know if I could do that. I would have to find a subject and... You know, I've never I've never put together an edited half hour program. Not all her shows are half hour; they're all different times. But she nails it every time. And there's a newsletter that accompanies it, and you could you could subscribe to the newsletter. So go to uh, CS Monitor, CS Monitor, uh, you know, Christian Science Monitor, and the and the show's called Perception Gap. Anyway, so I met her, and uh, she's a friend of mine now, and she's in my podcast mastermind breakfast group, the one that I'm involved with. So. It's uh, it'll be interesting to see season two come along. I just binged, uh, listened to the whole ten episodes the last two or three days, and they were fantastic. Actually, I heard the first two or three, and then I listened to them again because I wanted to hear them in the car, not uh, in the hotel room. When I first listened to them, because I was busy, I wasn't really fully paying attention. And you know me, I like to really fully immerse myself in things, and then, so I re-listened to them. They're all good. All right, there you go. That's called Perception Perception Gap. You can find it on Stitcher, and you can find it on Apple Podcasts. Maybe on Google. I don't really know. But it's out there. All right, which reminds me, by the way, I know that on Facebook, I uh, or maybe even in the show notes, I should put down... No, not in the show notes. I won't do that because that's Spreaker. Nah, it doesn't matter. i got to put down all my platforms. I think I'm on even more platforms than I know. Because I Googled dumbing it down with Dave the other day, and... Apparently, I'm, I might be on Luminary, 
And Luminary is like a controversial podcast platform right now. So anyway, uh, I will uh, post that for those of you who are listening and want to know about your options. Uh, I think I will post that in the Facebook group. I might post it here in um, in the show notes. I might. I don't know. But uh, that's you know, that's Pauline in the Philippines. She's working on the show notes. She's working on all that. She's doing a fantastic job. And um, uh, I'll have to talk to her. The website is up, by the way. My website is officially up from PodPub. I should have mentioned that. I love to bury the lead. You know that. So uh, PodPub is my publisher, my uh, webmaster, whatever you want to call it. And... Uh, you can go to Dave Canyon, K-A-N-Y-A-N, DaveCanyon.com. Uh, I think you can go to Done With Dave. I think you can go to Dumbing It Down With Dave. Uh, there's probably a few more. But uh, you can go online and check out my new website. And please do. Please check it out. And if you have any, uh, is there a contact? I think there's actually a contact page. So feel free to contact me either here in Spreaker on this page, here, you know, this show uh, page here, or... Uh, Send me a note from the uh, contact page. I want to make sure it works. And, uh, you know, send me a nice note. Hey, Dave, this is so-and-so writing to you from the contact page. I hope this works. I want you to know that I really enjoy your show. And I love your website. I think it looks great. Here's a suggestion. You can give me a suggestion or a comment if you want. In any aspect, whether it's Dave's Fit Life, which is my YouTube channel, or Dumbing It Down with Dave, which is the podcast, or, um, you know, Spreaker, the app, or anything. You can always make a suggestion about the website it'd be great to have a comment i love when you engage i'm not getting as much engagement as i'd like i think i always give you some things to chew on but uh, maybe i'm just giving you too much to chew on or maybe i've answered all your questions and there's no reason to engage i have no idea all right so um i enjoyed the ride down orlando we had a lot of storms on the way back we had a lot of rain that was interesting slowed us down a bit and it's always interesting to me i had this problem before i left for vacation Let me tell you something, folks. When it starts to rain really hard, really, really hard, like almost blinding, you know. I mean, I've been whited out in a snowstorm. Uh, We almost got rained out, like really watered out or whatever you want to call it. Wetted out or something like that. Drenched out. You want to put on your hazards? Put on your hazards. Because you want to make sure the people behind you can see? I get that. A couple of things. One, when you're in a bunch... When you slow down to 5, 10 miles an hour, you can shut off your hazards. I know you're there. The hazards are for really long distance. I mean, I don't know what officially is every state's, you know, bylaws or whatever on heavy rain and hazards. But when we're all in a bunch because we've slowed down and now we're just at a crawl, those hazards really become a pain. So feel free to shut them off because I can see your brake lights. You're, You're right ahead of me. Also, when you're going down the road and you're in the left lane, which is the passing lane, you know, did you know that? The left lane is the passing lane, is the faster of the two. And although, you know, uh, the powers that be would argue, no, 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 they're both the same. They're both the same. They both have the same speed limit. The left lane does not get any more of a speed limit than the right lane. The right lane is not for going slow and the left lane for going fast. They're both for going the same speed because that's the speed limit. But if you should happen to want to pass, you should pass on the left. All right, you know what? In the world of rule books and textbooks, that kind of makes sense. I get it. I get it why you would say that. But here's the real world, folks. Slow pokes to the right, fasties to the left, and if you can't hang in the left lane, get out of there. Slide over to the right. 
Don't be a lane hog. Don't be a selfish real estate lane hog in the left lane. Because that's wrong. You're not teaching anybody anything. You're making people angry. Not just the guy behind you that you're blocking, but the entire lane. You're block you just you you're blocking everybody. You're causing a big mess. Now, when it comes to rain or any bad weather, if you're gonna have your hazards on, don't be in the left lane. Move over. Because Oh, didn't I just say that? I think I just said it twice. I'm, that's how tired I am. But it's amazing to me how many people stay in the left lane and they go, they slow down to 30 miles an hour, 40 miles an hour. But you got your hazards on. You should move over to the right lane. Yeah, but the right lane is getting crowded with all the slowies. Yeah, that's good because you're going slow. So move over. They're doing 40. You're doing 30. You move over. You, know, you want to do 42. You want to pass them, pass them. But pass them on the left and slide over to the right. But the last couple of storms I've been in, people stay in the left lane that block everything up, doing 30, 40 miles an hour. And I'm behind them with the tractor trailer or the caravan, and I'm ready to do 50 or 60. You can't be a real estate hog. You can't be a road hog. If you, your father or your mother or your driving instructor didn't tell you that, that's an epic fail. If you got your hazards on, get out of the left lane. Slide over to the right. Let people go by. Pay attention to what you're doing. All right, that was a public service announcement from Dave. From, uh, from dumbing it down with Dave and uh, Dave's fit life. All right. Well, I think it's time for a drink break, isn't it? I think so. I mean, uh, I feel like it. Uh, let's see. Hello, Dave. Oh, Harry. This is Harry. I know. Perhaps it is time for you humans to have a drink break. Well, I will because I'm tired and I'm thirsty. So, Harry, here's to you. How's Emma doing? You don't mention her at all, ever, when you call in. That's got it. Any bakeries we could stop by on the way? I just mentioned Emma's name, and you still think of bakeries. That's wrong. No, we're not. I'm going home, Harry, and you are coming with me. But, you know, whatever. Do whatever you want today. We're not going to bakeries. All right. I'm definitely tired. I'm exhausted from the week. Uh, 22 minutes. All right, so I covered uh, rain. I covered hazards. I covered driving the caravan. Dave's Fit Life should start up this week. I've been posting some videos from Italy so go to YouTube and check out Dave's Fit Life if you haven't already subscribed and clicked on the notifications icon. Do that so you can be notified of new videos. I got um, how do Italians do hotels, how do Italians do garbage, uh, how do Italians uh, go to the beach. Yeah, I don't know why. I started a uh, how do Italians do uh, series. Anyway, I got more videos in my phone. I got more pictures that are going to be posted on Facebook. Uh, I've been busy. I've been just really crazy busy. And uh, I, I have a lot of stuff to do uh, coming from Podcast Movement. I have goals and plans for 2020. For PM20, I have goals and plans. Am I going to talk about them right now? I don't think so. Uh, but I do have goals and plans. Or, you know, yeah, steps to the goal. Uh, goals, yeah, goals and plans for 2020. I'm, I might, uh, I'm going to do things. I'm go- I signed up already. I'll tell you that. I already got the, the early bird uh, low ticket cheap price for PM20. Um, but um, I'm going to do it differently as I ever I have every year. I'm going to do it a little bit differently than I did the year before. And I think uh, I like to make 2020 a much bigger and better year. Like, like the biggest one yet. The best one, the most productive one, most uh, everything, you know, 2020. So I got a whole year to prepare. I got a lot of weight to lose. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of stuff to do. 
So I'll be talking about it in uh, future episodes as to what my plans are and uh, how I'm going to go about doing it. And then I'll spend a, a little time each week keeping you informed as to how the progress is going. Because it's not just I'm going to show up. My shirts, I did very well with my shirts this year. I didn't like the white shirts. Uh, they didn't really weren't as bright and as poppy as the blue and the black. I wish I could have gotten a, like a, a gray or and or a red, uh, maybe another blue or black. But um, I had two white ones because it was hot. It was really hot and humid. And then I wore those like on the first day and like the last day or something like that. And then the black and the blue I wore in the middle. But uh, those are my favorite shirts with the black ones and the blue ones. Anyway, and my business cards were hit. People like the business cards. I posted pictures of them, I think, on Facebook and or Twitter. So take a look at those. I mean, uh, take a look at the stuff I posted, folks, and uh, see if you can give me some feedback. I know some of you aren't on Facebook, so I'll put them on Twitter. And I'm also really trying to learn Instagram. I have been posting things on Instagram. I don't really know how to do that. I do it, and I just got to keep on doing it, and things will come to me. And uh, I might be hiring somebody to do that for me anyway. So um, not just Pauline. Pauline's doing a, a lot of clerical stuff right now. But um, I might be hiring somebody specifically for social media, email, marketing, all that. Don't worry, Pauline. Your job is safe. It's just that I might hire somebody on a short-term contract. I'm not really sure. You know, now that I've met all these people, you know, the people reach out and they have the, you know, they make you these offers and stuff like that. I might, you know, do a trial run, a trial basis. I don't really know how it's going to look like. Oh, what it's going to look like. Oh, boy. All right. How many minutes? Four and a half minutes. What else do I want to tell you about? Uh, That's it. Oh, yeah. I got a great hotel room again. Third year in a row. I got to tell you something, folks. I'm either lucky or I have a knack. But that was three years in a row. Anaheim. I I stayed at the La Quintana. Not the La Quinta. La Quintana. Where the people from Spreaker were staying. Five minutes around the corner from the main hotel. Paid a lot less. Got a roommate. Uh, great room, and uh, no, they had a breakfast bar in the morning. It was great. Uh, last year we had uh, F- uh, Philadelphia, and I had a great roommate. Now, the first one was Matt Neff, second was Joe Foley. Nice room, and he had some breakfast coupons, so I had free breakfast, and we, we loaded up on that. Excellent uh, Hilton or whatever it was, Marriott, something breakfast. And this year we stayed at the place called the Midpoint. Uh, I think it used to be a Clarion. I think it might have been a Red Roof Inn. But it was the Rosen Midpoint. And um, really ridiculously cheap price. Great customer service and really great beds. Uh, Jason and I were really impressed by the beds. How uh, tired we were. I mean, how whatever rested we were when we woke up. Those beds were very comfortable. I pulled the sheets off and took some pictures. But I don't think there's really any identification that says what kind of a bed they are. Which is a shame because I really want to buy that bed. Uh, what else is there? So, yes, I, I did very good in the room. If you want me to find a room for you, uh, you know, I'll, uh, I'll charge you like, uh, what is it, $20 an hour. So, you know, give me some time. You know, probably uh, two to three hours, four hours on the Internet. And I'll find you a great room somewhere for a lot less of a price than, than uh, you're going to pay for for the main hotel. So that's a, that's a strength I should, uh, I should look into, the, my ability to get cheap hotel rooms. Really, this one was like a five-star. And I was really concerned because the ratings, you know, that they were getting were like sixes and sevens. And uh, I had found a hotel down the road that was getting sevens and eights. And uh, I was thinking about changing the room, but I didn't change the room. So uh, we stayed there, and it turns out we got a, we got a 10. We got a really great room, and uh, it was really fantastic. Okay. Oh, boy. Boy, you're All right. Well, how much time I got left? Do I have time to do anything? 
Alright, 2748. I'm going to hit a button. Hopefully it'll work. Let's go back a couple of episodes. We'll do a quick couple of reviews and then we'll move on. Uh, oh yeah, the cat's... No, maybe I won't. Cat story. Alright, so years ago, years and years and years ago, my wife and I, uh, when we moved here, we went to a place called Sour Farm. Alright, that's it. I won't go back and tell the, you know, uh, the older shows. I'm behind like six, seven reviews. This is like episode 147. So... Um, so years ago, I went to a place called Sour Farm, S-A-U-E-R, Sour Farm. When my wife and I first moved there, we got a little cat. We got a little black cat. It was in a sea of uh, multi- multi-colored cats, but this was the black cat. So I got the black cat, took it home, and that was that cat for like, you know, eight, nine, ten years, whatever it was. And then uh, that cat died. It was really sad. That cat died. It got old and died. We took care of it, gave her a great life. Or him. I can't remember now. And then we got a second cat. This cat came out of the woods. Same exact black cat. I mean, just spitting image. You know, black cats, you know, I hate to say it, but, you know, black cats look alike. Anyway, uh, didn't have, uh, like, a white mark on its tail or its nose or anything like that. It was just a black cat. So, uh, yep, those are rumble strips. So, anyway, so that cat eventually died. And then I'm on my way back from Orlando last week. Stopped a random stop, kind of a random stop at a mobile station off of I-95. And uh, I get out of the driver's side, I put in the fuel nozzle, and I set the fuel nozzle, then I go get the windshield wiper stuff, and I walk around the front of the car, right? I got my head down, I'm looking down, making sure I don't step in fuel puddles or whatever, you know? I'm looking down, and, I, and then all of a sudden I look up, and there it is in the grass, because we were in the outside fuel pump, and we were closest to the, you know, the outside of the fuel island, and um, there was a black cat just standing there, all friendly, looking for me to pet it or feed it, looking up at me, and I was like, oh boy, I can't take another cat. All right, folks, until episode 148, I hope you enjoyed 147. Goodbye, good day, good night, good luck, good riddance, Godspeed, and great skills. That sounds like seven. Goodbye, good day, good night, good luck, good riddance, Godspeed, good rats, and great skills. There you go. Bye.